Greetings, my brethren. In the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who I believe is our soon coming King. I'm looking forward to the day when Christ will return and those of us who know him as Lord and Savior will go to be with him. Until then, he left us here to share his word, to encourage our friends, our neighbors, our loved ones, to encourage every human being to prepare themselves for his return. These mornings, we are looking at the danger of resisting God. A little theme. And so far, I've shared with you the love of God, how much God loves us. And then I've shared with you the response of man to God from the verse of Scripture in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 1. It says, He that being often reproved, hard at his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. So far, I've shared with you three stanzas of the song, Softly and Tenderly. Jesus is Calling by Will Thompson. He said, Softly and Tenderly, Jesus is Calling, Calling for you and for me. Why should we linger and heed not his mercies? Mercies for you and for me. He said, Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading, pleading for you and for me? Why should we linger and heed not his mercies, mercies for you and for me. What questions? He reminded us that time is now fleeting. The moments are passing, passing from you and from me. Shadows are gathering, dead beds are coming, coming for you and for me. And now, today, I'd like to share with you the fourth stanza we said. Oh, for the wonderful love he has promised. Promise for you and for me, though we have sinned, he has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and for me. Let me just say that again. Oh, for the wonderful love he has promised. This love he promised for you and for me. Though we have sinned, he has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and for me. Come home. Come home. Ye who are weary, come home honestly, tenderly. Jesus is calling. Calling, O sinner, come home. He that being often reproved, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed. And that without remedy. Our life for us to look at the danger of rejecting are resisting God. There is a danger that we need to be aware of when it comes to rejecting or resisting God. You know, even those who plan to give their life to Christ and keep saying, not now, they are resisting. You may say, well, you know, I love the Lord. I am going to do it. But you don't know one of these days when it may be too late. The danger of rejecting or resisting God. May I say, based on the scripture, that a person will suddenly be destroyed. Hmm. As a minister of the gospel, 
When I am called upon to perform a funeral, one of the first things that come to my mind, the first question that I ask the family, did he or she know Christ as Savior? And sometimes some would say yes, for sure. And sometimes some will tell you, well, he went to church, he did this. Sometimes some will tell you, well, I hope so, while others will tell you, I am not sure. The life that he lived, does she live? I am not sure. But if a person continues to reject God or resist God, prevent God from saving them, such a person will suddenly be destroyed. And you know, the Bible made it clear. You know, sometimes you hear about a car got in an accident and they would say, it was a write-off. It was totally destroyed. But yet someone will buy direct. It won't be long before you would see it back on the road again. But he said something about this destruction, which is much different to the destruction of that car. He said, such a person will suddenly be destroyed. But he said something else to that. He said, will be destroyed without remedy or without repairs. This destruction, no one will be able to repair such a destruction. And when you think of such destruction, this speaks of great remorse. It speaks of despair. It speaks of eternal regret, could you imagine? One dies without Jesus. And you know, I want you to be honest. And I want to be honest with you. That the soul of man is something that will never die. It was Sunday before last I told the church that there are two things. That I believe will go through eternity. Will be in eternity. And that is the word of God. And the soul of man. The soul of man will not die. When God made man from the dust of the ground, the, what he made was just there on the ground. And then God took it upon himself. And something from him came out of an eternal God into man. He said, God breathed into the nostrils of man. And man became a living soul. It is only when God breathe the breath of life into the nostril of man, man became a living soul. So may I say to you, oh, we are eternal beings. The bodies, yes, go back to the ground, but the soul. This speaks of not only eternal regret, it speaks about sudden judgment will come on such a person with no remedy. No one will be able to fix it. Notice the following. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. Now may I say to you that judgment is sure. This is no maybe if he will be destroyed. Judgment is sure. Come with me to Acts chapter 17, verse 30 and verse 31. The Bible said, And the time of this ignorance, God winked at. 
but now commanded all men everywhere to repent, to change, to turn around, to stop it, to, to do that which is right, stop doing the wrong. He said, but he had appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he had given assurance unto all men in that he had raised him from the dead. If you believe the Bible, then you must believe this. In Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 27, and as it is appointed unto men once to die and after death the judgment. We cannot get away from this. God says that it will be and it will be. If you go back with me in Genesis chapter 7, you would find that those before the flood experience our sudden judgment. Noah was building an ark for over 120 years. He was building an ark. No doubt there were those who were making fun of Noah, but Noah continued to do the work of the Lord. And when the ark was completed, all men had an opportunity to enter the ark, but they refused to enter the ark. And then those before the flood experience sudden judgment. I could imagine when the waters begin to rise, they will climb up in the trees. They will climb on the roofs of the buildings. And when the water reached there, when there was nowhere to climb, they would swim, no doubt. And then it would take them and wash them down like a river washing down a hill. Sudden judgment. Fear and his armies, they experienced sudden judgment in Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. The rich man in Luke 16, 19 to 31, he experienced sudden judgment. Those and many others were warned by God and refused to take the warning. Don't be like them today. If God is speaking to you, listen to him. Take the warning. Give your life to Christ before it's too late. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the warning signs. And God, if we pay attention to these signs, God, we drive here on St. Martin and there are lights out there, Lord, that we must pay attention to. They tell us when to stop and they tell the other one when to go. And God, if all of us just keep going and no one would stop, that would be chaos. It wouldn't take long before we would be destroyed. But God, you have given us these signs and these warnings in your word that we can avoid destruction. Be with your people as they listen to your warnings. Have your way in our lives. We love you, praise you, and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my dear brethren. Do have a wonderful day in the Lord. But before you step off, please remember to share. I know many of you shared before. If you think of someone, please share again. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.